Crystal Geyser. Today's show is brought to you by Crystal Geyser. So there's Hello and welcome. There's a bunch of no music. Welcome to the Dr. Love Show. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to <laughs> Ultimate Freedom with Dr. Love. <laughs> Dr. Love, how are you? I'm full of medication. Full of semen. Yes, good medication. All right. 360 video too. Freedom. Check that out. Boom. There it is. Freedom for the doctor. Okay, so Freedom. we're live. This is how we do it. We can talk about whatever. And uh, this is my friend Joe, Smokey Joe, Joe nice. Joe Holiday. Nice to meet you, Dan. Pleasant Joe. Cool carrot. Joe Carrot. <laughs> Been called a lot of things in my life now. Carrot of Corman. All yeah. right, going way back, the old Venice days. I know my friend, old Saint Germain, for 20 years or so. That's true. Uh, yeah, more than that, 96. Joe is now, uh, do the counting. One of the co hosts of the fastest new and rising cannabis review show. What's good? What's good is great. <laughs> Um, how is that? Are you having fun doing that? Having a blast. It's one thing, you know, I got to roll out of the mountains and all, but uh, it's, it's pretty nice coming through. Coming old Santa Rosa up here. I think that's where we're at. Santa Rosa, California. Santa Northern Rosa California. Studios. Yeah. Santa Rosa Studios. Yeah. Freedom Studios. That's right. That's right. So. And we're talking up a little bit about freedom here. It's really good that. We can go to the store and buy some weed in one respect, you know, but then another respect, you know, jumping all over the corporate thing and just uh, taxing everything. And I guess this yin and yang to everything. It's a tough, weird moment for legal weed, but then at the same time, uh, the traditional market, which is what we mostly call it now, is yeah. uh, thriving in terms of genetics and quality. And there's still a little bit of that uh, almost like uh, hyper-focus on, on just a couple strains like there was in the OG days. It's just they're now runts-based strains mostly. Yeah, yeah. You know, but in general, the quality is better. There's a lot more care on that side. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of times. Uh, but the legal businesses, man, those are the people that volunteered to really try to, I would call them the second wave, you know, the people that were like growing weed and uh, uh, people like, Growing weed and and act, and being activists before it was legal, people who were growing it before it was legal, like that's the first wave, and like then the next wave was like the legal actors, which you know, yeah, we needed them too, and awesome that they got in there and they got in there early mm -hmm. um, for them, and uh, but they're getting totally screwed, you know, for yeah for jumping up there and trying to help run that torch forward. They're just getting hosed, yep. taxed at every level, overregulated. Yeah, uh, yeah, I heard uh, California made three hundred and ten million dollars off of legal weed last year. Crazy. So, I was telling you on on our show, uh, piece of the pie. We uh, the, the the tax rate goes up every few months if California cannabis businesses don't meet certain um, 
uh, revenue limits, which are just ridiculous. The whole thing is, is just a screwy system. Yeah. Put in place by Gavin Newsom. You know who Gavin Newsom is? He, yeah, he was our uh, governor. He was the mayor of San Francisco? Oh, yeah, yeah, the mayor. Nancy Pelosi's nephew. Oh, right. Put into business with a $5 million gift or, you know, wink, wink loan from the Getty family to buy a winery and shit. Uh, uh, yeah. That's how he became an entrepreneur was that sweet $5 million check. Mm, nice. Yeah. Some guys get all them girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. We all have our past, you know. And but, I mean, the only reason I mention it is is because, like, that's where you can see he's just so solidly placed in, the, like, that corporate big bi big business, old money. Yeah. And they, they lied and said that it was going to be a time delay on farms. Right? They said that uh, small farms were going to be the only thing. There's going to be a ban on vertical integration. There are going to be all these different things to protect the smaller navigators. And then the moment it was legalized, we were like, oh, we're going to change this. We're going to amend that. We're going to change this. And all of a sudden, they just changed everything that was the reason why people voted yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People voted yes because they wanted cannabis to be destigmatized. De yeah. And they wanted to have it have an opportunity to really share what they were doing with the greater public. And share, like, healthy, healthy buds, you know? Like, uh, there's a thing going on where... All these, you know, old 65-year-old, 70-year-old guys are all got uh, <clears throat> Alzheimer's and uh, Parkinson's and, no, Parkinson's. And, you know, that's from, like, the Paraquat, spraying the Paraquat and uh -huh. dangerous chemicals on weed before. And, yeah. You know, people growing, you know, we've, we've met, we've seen people growing with bad stuff and chemicals. And, like, dude, what are you throwing on your weed? You know, that's it's why, crazy. That's why I first started growing weed. Was, exactly. Was, Learning so about can, what other people were doing and just wanting to have control over that. Mm -hmm. And you know what's going into your stuff. Yeah, 100%. Bunch of rotten stuff and poop. Yeah. The, what, that's one thing you know that I really did like about uh, legal cannabis was the testing. The mm. fact that everything has yeah. to be tested, the testing limits, the pesticide limits, all that kind of stuff. I was super radically pro all that. Yeah. Because yeah. really pro health. You know, my health, other people's health. Exactly. Yeah. But like yeah. we said on the show, we can't always judge weed by a number, but we can judge weed that's nice and clean and no pesticides or yeah. fungicides. Or What do you mean about you can't judge weed by a number? Oh, I'm just saying, you know, like, oh, that's 34% uh, THC. Because okay. I've, I've had stuff that look like they're, they're saying this is 34% THC and this other stuff is 18% THC. And, man, I got high as anything off that 18%. And that 34, I, I don't know. Like, wow, it's exactly. weird. Is it me or? So, can't always get weed by a number. Yeah, it's not you. It's it's the terpene entourage effect. Yeah. Yep. Plus, there's anthocyanins in some oh, weed, right? Right, right. But there's also bioflavonoids and there's phytols. There's all these different terpenoids. So, terpenes are alcohol-based aromatic chemicals hmm. terpenoids are water-based aromatic chemicals there's terpenes there's terpenoids there's bioflavonoids there's phytols there's so much that we're just smoking yeah a lot to learn here's this red congolese this red congolese just uh was what was good in our show what's good where we review legal weed what's best it's amazing yeah. it really is it's from a company gold seal san francisco-based small company and they really care about what they're doing, how they grow and present their cannabis. Let's hear for San Francisco seals. <laughs> Something about San Francisco. 
That's funny. delicious. Yeah, all, all my friends back oh, home, yeah. back <laughs> home in Boston, they're always like, "Man, I've seen a, another uh, YouTube about San Francisco. How can you live in that city and stuff?" It's like, <laughs> dude, come on back home to Boston, Joey. You know, it's like, uh, man, uh, I don't know. I think San Francisco will reinvent itself again, like it always has. And yeah, and I, you know. It was when I first moved there. It was great, man. Like five o'clock, I used to like going downtown five o'clock when everybody was getting out of work, and you were like a cork in a in a river, like just going with all the people, and everything was booming, and all the shopping and yeah. Union Square, and that's completely dead, gone. Oh, it's crazy that it's whole gone. area. How it's like a ghost town. Yeah, and all those yeah. little food shops. Were Except all for busy. cops, now there's just cops all over that. But you know, rightfully so, they've been uh, just uh, smashing, grabbing, and just kind of like getting whatever. From all the yeah luxury yeah. stores, but it's yeah. also like yeah, how long can you wave it in people's face and keep them broken down and like have them not react? You know, yeah, like they're not just gonna take it forever while you buy twenty thousand dollar purses. It's gonna come breaking point. Yeah, I think that's. I think we're just we're real close to this point of something snapping, and I hope that it's more like a a snap of some sort of a psychedelic heart based revolution. You know, like an activated revolution or evolution. And not just, you know, everybody getting together to eat the rich one more time, murder a bunch of fucking people, and put the next dictatorship in, into power. Because we don't need that. It doesn't work. It no. doesn't work. No. We have been unable to murder our way to peace. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's almost to the point where I'm just like, you know what? Let, let women be in charge, man. Just just turn it over. Guys, yeah. just go drink beer and beat each other up. and. <laughs> Let's give them a hundred years. Here, take a hundred years. Shows yeah, what yeah. you can do. Yeah, exactly. You know, then we'll all like, vote at the end. You'll you know, probably win. You know, I'm sure. You know, there's not really too many mothers that would like be like, okay, uh, you're going to war, kind of. You know, kick oh, some God, ass. You know, no. like go kill, kill, kill. It's no. like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's work this out. Who, who is the president? Over? Come here. Let's sit down and talk. Okay, totally. uh, bitch or whatever. You know. It's like, <laughs> okay, we get that out of the way. So I don't know. I don't think I think women would solve a lot more problems instead of just launching bombs or wars or tanks or things. Oh, that just that just yeah. everybody loses there, man. Your yeah. soldiers are going out to murder people, and then they come back home and they're working at Seven <laughs> Eleven. You know, I could tell yeah. some stories, you know, about uh, our vets, man. And but you know, there, there's some people out there that are <clears throat> don't come back. The good the news they is they're having, so. they're having rad radical success with uh, MDMA therapy with uh, veterans. That's awesome. And first responders that have PTSD. That is awesome. So they do, they're in third phase clinical trials, which means after they get through this trial, then it's going to be, uh, look at that white ash, bam. It's going to be pharmaceutically Ooh. legal Ooh. Uh, for psychologists and psychotherapists to use along with talk therapy regimens. So you do like whatever therapy you've been doing, they do like, eight or so sessions over i think two months and then you do the psychedelic guided mdma session with your therapist and then you do another maybe eight or so follow-up sessions that's awesome yeah and that's it's having awesome. radical success with people and, and that's how you do it you know as yeah. far as you know you go to a concert and your buddy gives you a handful of uh <laughs> mushrooms or something and you eat a ounce of them or something it's not man you should do it with somebody that's do it in nature, do it in a safe yeah. place, and do it with somebody that's, ex you know, been experienced, you know, so. Yeah. You can gain a lot more that way. Yes, instead way of just getting off. freaked out and never doing it again. And you're better off microdosing at, at social events, usually. Yes, yeah. yeah. 
at least until you get your sea legs. You know, some people can function fine on a lot of LSD or whatnot, you know. Yeah. Like yes. for me, LSD, I'm pretty good even on higher doses. Mm. Mushrooms will definitely have me laying down and mm. kind of swooning. and. Yeah, we're all different chemistry sets, too. So. Word. Wow, this is delicious. Isn't it? Ooh, boy, that's some good stuff. I have a magic carpet ride on the ride home. Get on my magic carpet ride. All the way to San Francisco. San Francisco? Yeah. And then you're going up to Calaveras for the snow. And I'm going out to Sierra Nevadas for a week of snow. What's that going to be like? Wow. Going to have wow. to meet my neighbor. He's a, tough, <laughs> he's a tough old buzzard, that boy. Because <laughs> he's full of morphine, probably oh, OD. Oh, oh. Eating that stuff. Oh. <laughs> What's up, Rotten Ron? Do you have snowshoes? Uh, no. Okay. Because it doesn't normally snow that much. Yeah, but what if this is some freak thing? And we then you'll get be on... stoked. Wait, let's. Uh, we just got on a good subject here called cloud seeding. Something they've been doing every day. I look up, man. I take notice. You know, I mean, there's all these checkerboards in the sky. It's like, what is this stuff? Cloud seeding. Looked it up. Cloud seeding. They are doing cloud seeding over the Sierra Nevadas for it's, the last couple of years, yeah. It's called silver iodide, and they put it on Roman candles on wings, and people fly into clouds or some water molecules, and they dump, burn that stuff on, and supposedly the silver iodide sticks onto the water molecule, makes it heavy, and it rains. Yeah, they did that in Russia uh, the last Moscow Olympics. Right. Um, there was this the huge, snow? there was this huge blizzard coming right before the Olympics, hmm. and so they cloud seeded all in front of the city, and like everything dumped in front of the city, and then there was no snow in Moscow. Yeah, great, right? Playing Frankenstein. Right? It's usually not the best when we start fucking with nature like that. No, ridiculous. <laughs> and I've been seeing it like every day. And then then my brother, he's a engineer, an environmental engineer. He's like silver iodine, and he sent me the the hazard makeup of it. And it's totally hazardous to mammals and waterways. Really? Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I thought because it was silver, it would be all right. Yeah. But w oh. one of, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, he sent me just hazardous. So. Wow. And I guess we should just Google that right now. Oh, look. <laughs> yeah. Dude, look, I'm, hey, Jamie. Boom. And uh, one of my buddies said, hey, there was a guy that just did an Instagram. He was a U.S. Air Force pilot, and he quit doing the seeding program because he doesn't want to poison Americans. It's like, what? And then they what? took his Instagram down. What was this? One of my buddies said he saw this thing on Instagram, and it flashed out, and he was a U.S. Air Force pilot, and he got a job in a seed pro um, cloud seeding program. because it's, it's a highly expensive thing. That's another thing. It's costing taxpayers a huge amount of money. And the reason why they're doing it is to get the snowpack on the Sierra Nevadas so we could sell water to L.A., which is a city built in a desert with no water. You know? Crazy, right? And I'm getting weird internet here. It's not going through. Yeah, well. Yeah, the internet's not going through at the moment. Birdie uh, sent me. Let me see if I can't. Where's Birdie? Right there. Okay, website. Where are you going? Crazy has this up. Okay. This is pretty important that people need to hear this. If you want to be free and you don't want to be poisoned. Oh, where the hell did it go? Oh, wait. It's on the sibling. Environment, it says chemical safety, environmental hazard. Yes. 
Silver. Silver iodide. Iodo silver. Wow. Mind boggling, right? Nobody knows about this. People are like, what? You talking chemtrails? You eating mushrooms or something? <laughs> it's like, dude, I notice. I look well, up. No, this isn't chemtrails. This is like a, a recognized program that's definitely been happening. Yes. And I saw stuff about this when I was looking up and refuting people talking about chemtrails. Because um, I think that there's a, there's there's there are differences. At times, there's persistent contrails, but on the Sierra, this is a, this is a program that's been happening where they've been. They're doing it in eight states. They talk about that they're doing it. Yeah, like the government admits to doing it. Yeah, right here, a silver so, iodide chemical safety. Hazard. Potassium iodide, sodium chloride, which is salt. Potassium cyanide, ammonium hydroxide, and sodium thiosulfate. I'm not sure if they're saying that that's what it is or what it's soluble in. No, that's just what it's in, what silver iodide is soluble in, okay? Crazy. It's soluble in water, that's fucked. Yeah. That means it just goes into water. It's odorless and light yellow. Oh, it's light sensitive, though, that's good. Uh, it, I think light breaks it down. Crystalline substance may occur from its use in seeding clouds for rainmaking as a photosensitive agent in photography, as a local antiseptic, <gasps> and as a Oh, my God, it's the shit out of that Kodak poisoned the Hudson River with. Effects from exposure may include skin rashes, conjunctivitis, oh agnea, permanent uh, discoloration of skin, conjunctivitis, internal organs, headache, fever, Laryngitis exposure should be minimized. Jesus. Engineering controls. Jesus. Ventilation. Pro and it's all over the place. That's not something that should get sprayed. No, no. Jesus. And it's just another one of those little things where it's just like, wow. Can I get some accounting on how much money we're spending on everything and where our taxes go? That's another good question, huh? Where's all my phone went? I'm high. Yeah. Where's my phone? Dude, our taxes go like 70% to the government. And what are they doing with the money? Can, can we see an account? They're making, I mean, our 70% to the government. I'm fucking high. 70% to defense. Like, it's mostly going for, like, missiles and aircraft carriers and, like, bullets. Well, defense has to make some money. So We I need guess a lot of bullets to... to shoot at people, dude. We need a lot. We shoot a lot of bullets at people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do, man. Yeah, some, t uh. some things have to change, but you know that's why for myself I've I've really been in the psychedelic space my whole life. Yeah, you know, with cannabis and psychedelics and trying to like promote those substances and plant teachers, fungal teachers because they uh, they seem to be the only chance of our way out of this whole mess. You know, based on what not what they've done for every person, but what they've done enough for a majority of people. They seem to make most people at least a bit more well than they were before they did them. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think with less stigma and more like outreach of like ability to answer questions of like what's going on, you know, because a lot of times people get to like what's going on point. They don't have anybody to bounce the ideas off. They might think they're going crazy and just kind of go into it, you know. Mm. Like I, I thought I was going crazy, but uh, I connected it to the Christ consciousness high on LSD. Mm. I was getting like the Jesus download, but I also 
while I was like going out of my mind and merging with God and getting this crazy, like all the messages, not that you're Jesus, dude, but like all the messages he was getting like directly from God in my body vibrating. Yeah, and like, you are God, you are part of the one. I, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm having a psychotic break. Yeah. Cause I definitely know I'm not Jesus. I know my yeah. name, but and, you are. Well, everybody is. Everyone is. Right. But yeah. the only reason it was okay for me is because instead of calling 911 like I was about to do, mm. I was able to call my friend's mom. Mm. And she was able to just kind of like be like, no, what you're experiencing is totally real. But also like you can't just tell people because they're enmeshed in the game of life where they are. And you revealing anything to them will threaten their whole deal going on. Basically, mm. I'm paraphrasing, right? Yeah. And and she, so she's like, don't tell anybody unless you know for sure they know. And I'm like, well, how if I, I know if they know? And she's like. Don't even worry about it right now. Like, just go to the river, and and so I went to the river instead of calling nine one one on myself. Mm-hmm. And I called nine one one on myself, and they're like, "Hey, what's up?" I'd be like, "Well, you know, I'm Jesus, but I definitely am not. I'm yeah. going out of my body to merge it with God." That was my first time I got arrested. They'd, yeah, they'd be like, "All right, cool, that's cool, let's go," you know. And so I think that happens to a lot of people, and then they end up medicated on fucking antipsychotics, which are hardcore fucking medications, mm. and their life just kind of spirals from there. Well, well, plus you know. Um, it, it, it breaks the bounds of structure, too, and uh, control and all that stuff. So, you, you know, you can't really try to control it. Like, oh, what do we do? You know, so. That's the best part about it. It's like a, it's like a bunch of wily tentacles. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just ride it, ride yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And it also, like you just said, it really helps when you have somebody that's a yogi or so, uh, some, somebody who's been through it and experienced and be like, ooh, just. Surfing, man. Surf the waves, dude. Yeah, surf the waves. And just go with it. And close your eyes. Look at the fractals, the deep purples and the deep greens. Oh, I never, right? I, I, I'll never the forget. so beautiful. Uh, the first time I really unplugged off of uh, LSD, man, it was uh, at a Dead concert in 1984. They were in Providence Civic Center. And, nice. Uh, went and I, uh, I'm like, man, I want to get some, some acid. So I, I found this dude, and he, there was two people there, and they were all dressed as polka dots you know and they were dancing and you know I, i'm from boston man i don't know this grateful dead had come in it was just a freak circus man it was like crazy you know my dad used yeah. to have a rude entomans he'd be like son uh, you know this band grateful dead i ain't never seen people <laughs> like this i'm like oh yeah 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 <laughs> it's a traveling carnival uh, and anyways i went in there and took took like five minutes to get out of his pocket i'm like yeah so he gives me it and i bam and he's like yeah four-way window pane so I, I ate this window pane and it's about three hours later and the bed's still playing and I don't feel anything, man. You ate the whole big four-way thing. Yeah. Yeah, so each one of those is is 400 mics, like four hits. So you ate like, probably 16 hits. I did that once with a different four-way, four-way dose where I ate 16 hits instead of four. It's a big difference. I should have knew it. It took like but. seven. It took so long to get out of his pocket. I'm like, man, what is this dude? I almost like walked away. Finally, bam. And yeah, it took me so long. It seems like to get off on it. And finally, the dead finish up, and I start walking. I'm like, man, where is that polka dot dude? And uh, all of a sudden, <laughs> people open the doors, and whew, the wind hit me, and I'm like, whoa, everything started melting, man. I'm just like, whoa, look at all these lights. Like, what's going on? And then I, I started high and i started walking around and i see this dude and he looks at me he looks right in my eyes and he just pukes down the side of his oh. his arm and i was starting to i'm like oh, no, yeah. dude Uh-oh. you're fucked out but me <laughs> i'm on different fucking 
Dude, you don't even understand. Anyways, I got out. Then there was all these cars. People were getting busted. And then people. That's the worst. Th- then nobody did it. That was Boston, it. right? It was in Providence, Rhode oh, Island. Oh, okay. Yeah. Trippy. 1984. And then, then I remember my buddy's like, oh, man, a lot of people having bad acid trips. And I'm like, oh, no. Bad acid trip. Oh, and no. I'm the only one that did it. That's the worst. And I got four dudes in my car, you know? And I'm like, oh. oh that's the worst. Oh, my God. Yeah. I could probably talk for eight hours. No, the, mo- about the moment, that, the moment somebody, the mo- but the moment somebody like introduces that into your brain when you're frying, like horrible. Yeah. Even if you get through it, it's gonna be like a speed bump. Like my my birthday, fuck, it was probably my forty fifth birthday. No, forty something like that. Yeah. We had a fat party at the house, and I right when I started getting high, I have a friend who like I don't hang out with anymore because she just always drinks. And like right when I start getting high, she's like, you know, blah blah blah, something the cops like, and she just like. Saying something about the cops coming because the music we're playing and stuff, and I'm just like, "What are you going on about? Like, are you trying to curse us?" And it, t- you know, like my friends like got her to chill out, you know, and nothing happened, but it definitely was like just a little spin in my mind where every once in a while I'd be around on the wheel and be like, "Wait, are the cops coming?" And be like, "No, no, no, right, that's right. not happening. We're having a party." Yeah, yeah. But then you, it's you're a- just so suggestible right then. Yeah, I-, I remember the first time I did it though, it had a Mickey Mouse on it, and it was in. Massachusetts and I was working for the stop and shop and I met this dude and he got me like 10, 10 hits and man, I ate that stuff and it felt like everything was so important and, and like just all the connections and like it was so beautiful and colorful and everything was perfect about it and it felt like I had to like record everything like this yeah. is so important what yes. I'm thinking right now. I don't know. I always had great trips but that, that trip, I don't know, it just set me off. It was cold. Uh, I had to drive home and like I just started coming up on it. Then my buddy's like kind of freaking me out, you know, like, oh, woo, doing little things. Oh, I'm annoying. like, oh, man, dude. Yeah, it's annoying. Oh. But anyways, the sun came up in the morning and I was like, yes, I didn't die. It was like yeah. one of my best feelings I ever had in my life. Like, Surviving oh. an acid trip to the morning they, always is like that. Because I finally through all the flashes in the woods, getting lost in my hometown, yep. big flashes coming out, uh, everything's a negative. All the, yep. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, Ugh. finally get home, list, trying to find the keys in the clothespin basket, and every shape felt the same, and I'm like, oh man, my mom's probably gonna pop out on me, like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> and go in there, boom, then I made it down into my room, and that's where it all started. That's where it all started, man. All of a sudden, you know, from the amps of the dead, man, all of a sudden I I got there and I started hearing. These psychedelic uh, things, sounds in my head. And I'm just like, wow. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, man, what is like, how do you know you're like breathing and. And then I got that like, man, I don't know if I'm breathing right, man. What do you mean bad acid trip? What is a bad acid oh, trip? No, dude. Bad acid trip, like bad, oh. like you could die. Like, and all of a sudden I'm like, I snuck, I got a little glass of orange juice. I went back downstairs. I swear to God, I drank the orange juice and boom. Nice. Everything just chilled out. It's like, grounded out a little bit. So I just sugar, yeah. Yeah, messed around, watched TV for four yeah, more hours totally. and put the pillow in the window. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to bed, 6 a.m. Woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> yep, nice. Anyways, ah, uh, yeah, youthful acid trips. Yeah, yeah, but so I, good. I, I didn't do acid for a long time after that. I'm like, oh no, I'm good, dude. I've had some of those. I've had some of those. I have this thing that happens to me where I like, I can't not see this 
trans-dimensional hyper object that exists like outside of time in the future that like is the godhead like the personality of god mm. and the universe it's like the supreme manifestation mm. and it goes to this pace where like you know in the bible and stuff they talk about if you ever went and looked at god you'd go insane mm. yeah it's like that it's like so mathematically and like spiritually physically perfect mm. just glimpsing it is is like frightening mm. and usually like i'll do acid for you know a while and then when that kind of stuff starts to happen i'll take a break I'm like dude i'm not like worthy <laughs> i gotta <laughs> keep it like three levels i know that sounds weird man and no no we're all light but it's like uh, light man yeah it's just the trippiest thing where i'm there i can see it i can see all the fractals that you see but they've literally it's almost like looking through a magic eye where i can just see this higher geometry mm, the mathematics and it's life, this yeah. physical being that is like all the consciousness of all of us like the supreme manifestation of like everyone beyond time that's like projecting itself into the th you know 3d universe mm. it's fucking weird mm. bro that shit's weird yeah yeah well you know sometimes uh a little trip will, will take you many places man and make connections with everything and then realize that you always were and you always will be and it always goes on you know and another door opens up and it's we're all connected and we're all part of the light and the electricity and the ionosphere and that leaves us and we go back into that and yeah you know i really saw it making those connections being unplugged i remember one time uh frying and i came to a point where I couldn't think of anything. I was on channel yes. 37. Yes. And just I got to that point. Quietude. Of, of just nothingness. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And then I remember my buddy, we were over at my buddy's house, and I, I'm like, uh, I start like, uh, like uh, shaking. And he's like, dude, you cold? I'm like, yeah, cold. Like I started relearning the words. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that's that's a well-documented phenomenon, and I've experienced it as well. Yeah. Of going above a certain threshold and not being able to speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was about uh, maybe two years after the dead experience. I did it again, you know, right. and I don't know. Somehow. Have you smoked DMT? You smoked DMT, right? My good friend. Didn't um, you smoke it at my house? Yeah. My good friend, St. Matthew. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, provided that great experience. And yeah, yeah. Seven that's minutes. Right. That's right. Of uh, yeah. And, I remember it was like I saved this one last for you carrot, man. And I like you need it. Like I came off on a hell of a Oh, boat. that's right. Yeah, yeah. I was on a I yeah, that's when you had given me the library. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was on a on a hell ride for uh for a few uh, for a second. And uh, anyways, uh so anyways, um uh yeah, did that and I remember we did it on top of a bong and I'm like, oh man, I can I'll burn this whole thing <laughs> up. This ain't kind of like Go What's for it. Gonna do? Go for like, it. I'm like, let me get another one off here. And I went to take another one, and I'm like, I don't feel anything. All of a sudden, woo, something squiggled, and I'm like, whoa. And I'm like, the bong, dude, grab the bong. And then I just <laughs> went back on you guys, uh, and you guys played. And, and yeah, I just went into a velvet world, and I remember trying to say to you, I didn't know if you were in the room or not, but I wanted to say, it's perfect. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. It's perfect. That's all I got to say about DMT. Seven-minute ride. Yeah. And uh, I'll never forget that there was like a, I felt a total. It's okay. Can you uh, 
pass that joint, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, it's all good. I'm baked out of my mind. I don't even know I have that. It's that red Congolese. Joint. This red Congolese from Gold Seal. The red Congolese. Go get that shit, man. They do not pay me money. They just have the best weed. <laughs> yeah. And if, you know, if I'm buying it, if I'm buying it by the eighth, it's got to be good. Yeah, yeah. And nobody I know grows it. So there's the combination. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my dog's at the door. I got to get him. Hold on. Floyd wants to come on in. Come on, big Floyd. We're dog friendly here. I lost my dog in May. It's a dog friendly podcast. What's up, buddy? You came to clean my weird beard, huh? There he is, yeah, Floyd. Greatness, boy. the dog. Yeah, this is Velvet Garcia's cousin. Whoa, dude! This is like we can't have dog porn on the show, dude. That's like oh, it's okay. He's that's just a lot. The beard. <laughs> clean it, clean it. You're getting a little meal out here. Are you taking dinty more beef stew? Yeah. <laughs> dinty more. You got dinty more. Thanks, Floyd. This has br- been brought to you by Floyd. And his tiny lickety son. lickety Floyd. Yeah, clean your good beard. <laughs> Thank you. You're such a sweet boy. Your cousin liked me too. He's like, Jojo, get old Jojo. He's okay. Yeah, Floyd. Yeah. Your cheeks like your cousin. Oh, original Cheeksy? Original Cheeksy. Yeah, he had his little jowls on his face. It was pretty cool. Oh, so it's winter solstice, bro? Yep. The Joe was Joe actually knew the date. I did not know the date. We were recording today. I thought it was tomorrow already. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, that was yesterday. I'm like, no, dude. No, today. Today is the 21st. <laughs> uh, That's the day. So- I thought you were going to say, no, no, uh, winter solstice is the 20th. And... uh like no it's 22nd today i'm like i swear to god it is and let me check because i might be fried too yeah so no, it was definitely the 21st today. it was the 21st still is right. in fact still is the 21st right now it's 21sting december 21st isn't oh no it's the equinox we can do the egg thing i want to do the egg thing with the kids next equinox you what? know there's like a, there's a, there's an amount of time where you can balance an egg on its uh vertical axis well you could always um cook an egg too by putting it in a microwave that's true. <laughs> Don't try that at home, kid children. Yeah, we gotta have uh we gotta get a slightly bigger table and then have Kelron on for uh <coughs> what's good <coughs> what's good Shimon's reunion edition. And we're gonna fucking we're gonna microwave it what's and good, see Kat? what happens. <laughs> I really thought it would not do anything. I thought it was I thought that was the thing you could do. Like you could heat it up and it'd yeah. boil like microwave a, I thought my aren't they magic or some shit? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. After that, I quit using microwaves. I stopped believing in them. Well, we found out uh, that if we put an egg in the uh, microwave, it blows up and it sounds like a gun shot. A little bit. Yeah. And uh, Especially it, at a weed farm. Especially in the middle of harvest with a bunch of pounds around or a bunch of paranoid people and two pe- uh, pirates laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Cackling. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's what it was, is that neither yeah. of us acted... Uh, we were just having uh, too good of a time. Apologetic in any way, you know what I mean? We were just having too good of a time. That's not the proper, the, the proper reaction is, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Instead yeah. of like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like your boy just crawled out of hell there, St. Germain. Dude, they well, were, they were he actually did. Yeah, they were. <laughs> he just crawled out of hell. <laughs> yeah. they, they were a little scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wanted to rock and roll. That was a time, dude. You skated uh, yeah. the FedEx building. Yep. That's that's where it was at. Yep. Whew, oh, Venice. 
escapes. LA is like a grinder. It's like a leaf mulcher or like a limb mulcher. You know what I mean? <laughs> you remember that story? You escape in the FedEx building. I do. It's crazy. That show was yeah, like, dude. Unbelievable. And I knew Santos was gonna call me. They're like flashlights in the bush. Then there's like, oh man, somebody cut the chain link up here, and <gasps> in in they oh. got out through here. I'm like, oh my god, are you going? I didn't make. I, I made myself totally invisible. Totally invisible. I've done that before. Yeah. So it's like no movement. Yeah. Don't even look at them. Yeah. Don't look at them. Yep. If you look at them, they'll feel you. Making patches invisible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I remember one time pushing the helicopter away using the force. Yes. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. That was a crazy one. The comet helicopter. Yep. Fuck those guys. Yeah. There's guys repelling. What right assholes, there. man! There's like, dudes right over us on fucking black suits and they're repelling on ropes. They're like, dude, you see oh. what I'm seeing? <laughs> that yeah. part's over. So yeah. that's how long we get from that. It's maybe like 15 minutes or something. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that's cool. how long it records. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Nice. I can get bigger chips to record a little bit longer with nice. it. Nice. And I can. And then you out. can dump it. Yeah, if we're recording stuff too, I can just have multiple chips and just like they pop out. So I can just go like bing, 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 bing. So we record forever. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, I wonder how the recording came out. If it kind of crackles because this, yeah, it sounds fucking perfect. Oh, good, good, it's good. It's scary. How That's good awesome. Because I've no got, the little there's I've like a little there's a little like zwing sound, right? Yeah, like a little almost an echo, but that's just your voice. Well, and, I thought I heard some cracks sometimes, right? No, uh-uh. like I got a shrill voice sometimes, and it's like crack, cracks, crack. a little bit of a ha. Ah, you don't hear it. It's it's got an analog preamp on it. Oh, okay. So okay. it's not really cracking, but it is like the signal will get fat if you get loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds pretty cool to us, but I wonder if it mixed pretty good on recording. You want to hear it? Yeah. Okay, let's take a break. Yeah. This has been Ultimate Freedom Smokey Joe Edition. Woo-hoo. <laughs> That's good, Saint. Good luck, brother. Thank you.